0: This is John Bailey, the epic voice of Honest Trailers, and you're listening to the 5-ish Fangirls Podcast. It's a Fangirls Podcast with 5-ish people. The Tangents and Squee will continue. Squee.
1: As we continue all the way to episode three hundred and thirty-six of the Five Sharing Girls podcast, and this is going to be the fourteenth time that we have drawn names out of a hat. Wow. And we still have so many slips of paper in here. (laughs) Uh, Why am I not surprised? We do it (laughs) fourteen
2: times. We used to do like two or three at a time. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five Insurance Girls Podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's draw off our ritual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Brittany and Troy. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I was like going to do the show notes, you know, that we reference for every show. And I'm like, 14. <laughs> <laughs> 14. 14th time we've done this. There's still so many pieces of paper in here. <laughs>
3: well, you, but then you also added, you said, hat, those so hence we have well yes
1: it. i mean it the, yeah names have been added but also some names have been removed because unfortunately some people passed before we got a chance mm-hmm. to draw their names, so they ended up getting their own show
2: right. <laughs> i guess it
1: evens out
3: yeah so that's about what two per year but do we start
1: that during our very first year i don't think so i don't know okay. i'd have
2: to look i don't yeah. remember the, when we first did it
1: yeah I don't you know off the top of my head?
2: Okay.
1: Still. I'm just thinking
3: this is their seventh seventh birthday, right? Or
1: is it yep. Seventh year. Yeah.
3: Seventh year, okay. Yeah. Oh. It's
1: 336 episodes. It's a lot. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> true, yeah. true, true, true. <laughs> Lots of content. <laughs> yeah. So uh but uh first we need to do the news so not a lot of news actually except we got uh the quote-unquote final trailer for Eternals as they're labeling it uh, uh-huh. and it's made some people very happy because they're like finally some plots. Uh-huh. Does it really matter? <laughs> right? uh-huh. But uh, answered some questions. Like really, the trailer should be answering those questions too. let uh-huh. go see the movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. But either way, I'm I'm here for it. So, yes. but as I was saying to Nick the other day, it's like, all okay, right final trailer so anything released after this point i'm not watching so there you go um um, that's really about it actually for news uh so speaking of nick uh (laughs) we've got uh two new episodes of gold standard so we've got our main academy award winning academy award winner um in this case gigi uh the best picture winner for 1958 that was a um, uh it's a movie (laughs) 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 i meant okay in the course of our conversation this movie i managed to make a mean girls reference a clueless reference and a golden girls reference so yeah, all to be perfect. good or all to the bad it, well it just it's all context so you're going to have to listen to it to find out gotcha yeah. that was going to be my next
3: that was going to be the next segue yeah listen to find out
1: yes <laughs> uh, so that is available in the feeds wherever you get your podcast and then for patreon supporters of either gold standard or southgate media group um, uh, this month's patron request black swan the 2010 best picture nominee with natalie portman playing a ballerina who's losing her mind fun fun Um,
3: or not so fun fun depending
1: on the case (laughs) yeah i guess depends on who you're rooting for (laughs) yeah oh and then holly once again is join Nick on Happiness and Darkness talking men in black. Yes. That
3: was that was fun last night.
1: <laughs> I actually forgot that was that's a, based off
2: a comic book. Mm-hmm. So it is like, oh yeah that is
1: mm-hmm. um, and then speaking of Southgate media group in general um, we uh the uh, plans for this year's uh podcast marathon are underway um unfortunately because of the pandemic and everything we can't do it in person uh cuz they have been doing it at the blue box cafe uh-huh. um but it's just not feasible right now uh so this year's marathon is going to be completely online um so to help with the the marathon itself for anybody who wants to watch is free Um, but there is a bit more there's some overhead involved still Uh, so there is now a kickstarter um, that just launched today so if you want to um, go look at that look at the tiers uh, and see um, yeah, the different rewards for the different tiers. Um, of course you can donate whatever you like. Um you don't have to necessarily go with one of the tiers. Um, you can just back it just because you want to. Uh so there is that, and the link for that shall be in the show notes. So um and then uh semi related if anyone has any suggestions for us <laughs> as far as topics because we we're only going to have like 15 20 minutes <laughs> to, oh. to, to to for our our segment and you know us we can tangent <laughs> about the smallest of things for 15 and 20, 15, 20 minutes mm-hmm. easily uh oh, yes. so <laughs> If anyone's got any suggestions for topics that we could potentially do in 15 or 20 minutes please let us know because mm-hmm. right, yeah, be right now yeah right now anything that, i think we'll of it'd be like it later yes exactly <laughs> so. thank you very much mm-hmm. we're always open to suggestions <laughs> all right uh moving on to feedback uh we got a comment from uh, my friend Brian uh about um, our uh episode about the Eisner era um and he says uh in my honest opinion, there were two Eisner eras pre well's death and the post wells death and yes yeah it, I think he is right that that was a uh, uh the, the 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 kind of the turning point for uh the Eisner era. Um, and you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, we probably could have gone up to like Frankwell's death and just stopped there and come back for uh-huh. part two. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so but oh well. Um, and then uh, feedback, quite a, quite a long feedback from Shalane. She really got into this, <laughs> our <laughs> Eisner era discussion. Um, so um, uh, she says that um, yeah, what we consider the Disney renaissance during the Eisner era, um, and then... There's kind of been a kind of second renaissance, but I guess they're actually considering more of a revival, um, which was um, like 1999 going forward, um, uh, when uh, John Lester was still involved. Um, and now we're going into um, there's a woman named Jennifer Lee that apparently is going to be taking over the Disney Animation Studio. Huh. I did not know that. Neither did I. Yeah. Um and then she says, Yes, we should talk about the Disney revival. So that would be movies like Frozen, Tangled, Zootopia, Moana, movies like that. Um Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, 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 do. uh um see most of the dizzy renaissance films have won the best original song at the oscars during that time period yes Uh (laughs) alan (laughs) mankin and howard ashman just like here you go (laughs) except for the the lion king then it was like here sir elton john (laughs) yeah
3: basically kind of the modern day equivalent of cartoons roger and hammerstein
1: yes yeah the Lennon and McCartney of animated yes. films. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. To put it in the rock verse, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Great composers during the Disney Renaissance Alan Menken, Howard Ashman, Elton John, Tim Rice, Stephen Schwartz, mm-hmm. Phil Collins. Yep. Tarzan. Um, yep. Yeah, now we've got uh, the Anderson Lopez's, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she mentions that Lin-Manuel Miranda is doing uh, Encanto um, which mm-hmm. apparently is going to be being directed by the same people who did Zootopia oh cool I like Zootopia mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. um, she doo-doo-doo. Um, She mentions uh, Disney decided to do sequels, but not in the movie theaters during that era. They did direct-to-video. Yep. (laughs) Yes. Uh It wasn't wasn't until um, nowadays like Ralph Breaks the Internet and Frozen Uh 2 where they're actually doing sequels that are not Pixar. Obviously, Pixar, they're their own thing. Uh, Uh So... Mm -hmm. She also questions why there is always dead parents <laughs> in the cartoons. Good question. Yeah. It just makes an easy plot thing. Yeah. You know? It's it's hard being a single parent or an orphan. Yeah. There's there's so. a certain
3: formula that works and <laughs> sadly, dead yeah. parent just happens to be a major part of it.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um let's see here um yeah we we yeah we we skipped over some of the the tv shows in the 90s that that disney did because we were just pressed for time but things like uh you know with the their live action tv cause like we talked about uh touched on tv um and like one of their first shows on network tv was the golden girls but yeah then we had things like home improvements um which was on hulu for a while there because chauncey was watching it um so um but yeah disney at one point in the 90s owned they bought doug Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is really weird uh to me and they actually had like a doug stage show (laughs) At <laughs> the parks. Because if memory serves, isn't Doug part of the Nickelodeon?
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember Nickelodeon, that's Nickelodeon. why it's so
1: weird to me. Yeah. And for a while there, actually, they own the rights to the Power Rangers. And the Power Rangers were in the parks too. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, which nowadays, it's like, that's so weird. It's like, those aren't Disney, but you know. Disney so was just trying things. They're like, I'm just going to buy this and see what we can do with it. So but the Doug thing is just really weird. Because to me, just like Nickelodeon is just its its own thing. It's not Disney, you know. I mean, right, there was yeah. the Nickelodeon Studios at Universal. Yes. In mm-hmm. Florida. So, you know. Huh? Yeah. It's like, you know, this like, it doesn't fit. The wrong thing. But yeah, that so was that weird meme of
3: Mickey Mouse with Thanos' glove and all the gemstones <laughs> being certain other companies mm-hmm. fits rather nicely. Mm-hmm. With interchangeable
1: infinity stones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> like nowadays, yeah, just, mouse owns everything. Um mm-hmm. uh, da, da, da. Um. Yeah, and then she talks about you know Katzenberg going to Dream, you know, creating DreamWorks and how it has been hit and miss, you know, where Disney has a few more hits, DreamWorks has a few more misses, um, and then Sony Animation, um, where, you know, like the and you could like if you if you look at like the Universal Parks, you can see where. They've had, like, the hits where they've turned them into attractions. Like, (laughs) Despicable Me! uh, Mm. You know, and... uh, That's all I can think of at the moment. (laughs) I didn't even ride the Despicable Me ride last time I was there. Because I didn't care. I know, like, Shrek's got a presence there, too. Like, Donkey is a character that you can go and talk to. (laughs) So... (laughs) you uh, talking dog. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I used to love that movie when I was little. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Although, yeah. She points out that Despicable Me is actually Illumination, not DreamWorks, but whatever.
3: And to tell you how long it's been since I've been to Universal. When I went to Universal, they were doing the preview event before it opened <laughs> full speed. Oh, oh god! But I went. <laughs> yeah. So- yeah, the, the, A while so, ago then? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was in fourth grade. And, yeah. Some Oh, it's going to be fifth grade. But, yeah, the King Kong ride, that was
2: mm-hmm.
3: not operational. Or there was some bugs. I was just like, yeah, King Kong got out or Slimer got into it. But I yeah. got my picture next to Ecto-1. And the gentleman who was cosplaying, or the park person who was playing Bankman, I got... My picture with him. So. Yeah, it was it was so fun. <laughs> there was stuff to see and do, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 dream is to now go back one of these days to see everything that's changed. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> then, yeah you know, it's,
1: it's, it's changed quite a bit. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, we, we're talking early 90s when I went.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you, Shalane, Shalane, for your. Feedback, as always. All right. So. Moving on to. This week's main topic, because I have been busy, busy, busy behind the scenes with uh, research. <laughs> I was like, I need a break, <laughs> so we're gonna do fly by the seat of your pants research <laughs> uh, <woo! laughs> with drawing names out of a hat. So get your IMDb's and your hair, your, uh, your. Uh, Wikipedia's. Mm-hmm. I was almost about to be like, it's your Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo, what year is, is this? Yahoo, yeah. your Bing, your <laughs> ass Jeeves open. <laughs> yeah. You're excited. Yes. <laughs> Alta Vista. Yeah, exactly. open so all right uh mix it up the names ryan reynolds's crazy face looks at me on the front page of imdb <laughs> free guy
2: <I>
1: <laughs> it okay First Person First actor Man American actor Born okay. July 13th 1942 Okay As of 2020 The US domestic box office Grosses of his film Total over 5.4 million dollars With world credit worldwide grosses surpassing 9.3 billion placing him number 7 on the list of highest grossing domestic box office stars of all time he is a academy award nominee a 4 time golden globe nominee a 3 time saturn award winner the recipient of the AFI life achievement award and the Cecil B. DeMille award Born in Chicago, Illinois Um, His mother was a, A Former radio actress And his father was an advertising Executive and also a former Actor He also has a younger Brother named Terrence Would it be Harrison Ford? Yes!
2: Woohoo! Nicely done! How appropriate. I've been very neck deep in dollars lately.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Hedison Ford. Actor, pilot. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Although sometimes you have to wonder. How good of a pilot he actually is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I think his co-pilot
3: does a better job than that co-pilot Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Wookiee. Excuse
2: me. He made a fair move.
0: Screaming about it can't help you. Let him have it, it's not wise to upset a Wookiee. But sir, nobody worries about upsetting a droid. It's because a droid don't pull people's arms out of their sockets when they lose. Wookiees are known to do that. I see your point, sir. I
4: suggest a new strategy, Artu. Let the Wookiee win. Uh,
1: um, yeah, so his, his, his father, um, William, John William Christopher Ford, uh, <laughs> was of uh, Catholic, was Catholic of Irish and German descent. His mother, Dorothy... Uh, was an Ashkenazi Jew uh, who her parents were immigrants from Belarus. Um, And at one point uh, in Wikipedia, it says, when asked in which religion he and his brother were raised, Ford jokingly responded, Democrat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He was a Boy Scout. Uh, achieving the second highest rank of life scout. Oh, nice. um, he worked at I'm going to have to ask Chauncey what that means actually because I'm not entirely sure. Um, yeah,
3: because I thought the highest is eagle the highest or is there something higher
1: than eagle? I guess there might be. Uh, hmm. um, uh, so he worked at a at Nabawan Adventure Base Scout Camp as a counselor for the Reptile Study Merit Batch. Ooh, snakes, why did it have to be snakes? (laughs) Uh, um, And that's actually part of the reason why young Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade is depicted as a scout. Hmm, Cool. Uh, See, so he graduated from high school in 1960 from Maine East High School in Park Ridge, Illinois. Um, his voice was the first student voice broadcast on his high school's new radio station, WMTH, and he was the first sportscaster during his senior year. Uh, he attended Ripon College at Ripon, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, where the hell is Ripon, Wisconsin, Holly? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um let's see if memory serves i want to say ripon is kind of down in the milwaukee area yeah, which isn't that's that where it that,
1: appears to be southeastern it, part of it yeah, yeah which too, isn't du county
3: away, yeah which wouldn't be far too far away from um illinois and chicago
1: yeah, yeah. it's close to the lake mm-hmm. hm. Interesting. Yep. um so he uh he went to college he was a philosophy major and a member of a fraternity um a self-described late bloomer for took a drama class in the final quarter of his senior year to get over his shyness oh
3: wait a minute oh. i take that back ripon is hmm. close to oshkosh and appleton and nearby green bay so not even near milwaukee so oh, okay
1: yeah, oh, that the, the, makes the, this map on on Wikipedia it's not very accurate. Detailed. <laughs> yeah. It's not very detailed. It's like, it just shows the, the shape of Wisconsin in a dot. It says "Ripon." Yeah, so it doesn't mm-hmm. really give a context of what's near it unless you know the state. Um, yeah. Uh. So. Um. Uh. So after doing uh, summer stock in Wisconsin. Uh, Ford traveled to Los Angeles in 1964 to try to get a job doing radio voiceovers. Um, he didn't get that job, but he stayed in California, eventually signed a $150 per week contract with Columbia Pictures, playing bit roles in films. Um, and his one of his first roles was an uncredited, uncredited one as a bellhop in Dead Heat on a merry-go-round. Oh,
2: boy.
3: Uh, you know, like everybody's a- got to start somewhere and might as well be a dead body <laughs> somewhere yeah.
1: I don't know if he's dead but uh, <laughs> apparently there's a 1966 crime film starring a whole bunch of people of those names I don't rec- that don't recognize so <laughs> <laughs> um Uh, apparently, according, again, according to Wikipedia, um, uh, Ford was at the bottom of the hiring list, having offended producer Jerry Tchaikovsky after he played the uh, played the role as a bellboy. He was told by Tchaikovsky that when Tony Curtis delivers a bag of groceries, he does it like a movie star. <laughs> Oof. Uh, well, Ford really? felt like his job was to act like a bellboy. Right. Uh, so um yeah oh, he did the uh, my a bunch of minor stuff in the late 60s and early 70s including really bit parts in tv series like gunsmoke uh love american style kung fu um <laughs> um Uh, 1969 French filmmaker Jacques Demet chose Ford for the lead role in his first American film model shop, but the head of Columbia Pictures thought Ford had no future in the film business and told Demet to hire a more experienced actor. Do
2: you see how often
1: we hear that? Yeah.
2: like actors
1: was yeah. starting out like no you, you're not gonna be anything yeah yeah uh so um so to help support his uh then wife and two young children um because he was he was married to a woman named uh, mary um at the time uh he and i think this is the this is the part where it picks up where people mo i think most people know Harrison ford's story um he he became a carpenter uh-huh.
2: um,
1: mm-hmm. and he was doing carpentry carpentry work to make ends meet um and then um he ended up uh a uh casting director secured him an audition. With a guy named George Lucas for a role mm-hmm. in a movie called *American Graffiti*, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the relationship was born. <laughs> yep, yep. And a
3: young Ron Howard was in also said movie. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. it does connect to *Star
1: Wars*. <laughs> yep, yep. So from there, he started getting more work not just with George Lucas he ended up getting uh, small roles in uh, The Conversation and Apocalypse Now both Coppola films. So, uh, I, uh, Things really started to uh, pick up for uh, Harrison in uh, 1977 uh, for this little movie called Star Wars.
0: We gotta find out which cell this princess of yours is in. Here it is, 2187. You go and get her. I'll hold him here. Uh, uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. What happened? Uh, had a slight weapons malfunction, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? We're sending a squad up. Uh, uh, negative, negative. We have a, a reactor leak here. Uh, now, give us a few minutes to lock it down. Uh, largely very dangerous. Who is this? What's your
1: operating number? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Boring conversation anyway.
1: Luke, we're going to have company! Oh, uh, and I think, of course, we all know that uh, as much as Harrison Ford um, you know, enjoyed <laughs> in doing Star Wars, <laughs> he didn't want to do three of them. He really would have rather to have Han like killed off in the first movie and not come back. <laughs> Obviously, that did not happen, and even after the second movie, Han being frozen in carbonite was left kind of ambiguous because nobody was—they weren't entirely sure if Harrison was coming back for *Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi*. Yep. <laughs> Holly, are you back? Yep, I'm back. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I said the magic words and there was nothing.
2: <laughs> Where did she go?
3: Sorry, it was the old crud. Doggy needed their medicine. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, needed a quick run to that. <laughs> just, when we're, just when we're getting to the good bits. bits. <laughs> yes, sorry. I said the magic words Star Wars! <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry. May have heard uh, of
3: yes. it Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, uh, yes. Study diet. My younger. Yeah. Huh? Oh yes. Oh, what can you say? I mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was saying we've kind of yeah, we've like kind of covered mold. it. It's been covered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a bazillion times. Mm-hmm.
3: Mean, the, the, that persona of Han Solo and just the way Harrison Ford did it it's just an, another archetype mold was set and broken mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's been other people yeah. who have tried and nope
0: <laughs> that's a good story I think you just can't bear to let a gorgeous guy like me out of your sight I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. But you didn't see us alone in the South Passage. She expressed her true feelings for me. What? Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf-herder! Who's scruffy-looking?
1: <laughs>
0: you must have hit pretty close to the mark You're all riled up like that, huh, kid?
1: Yeah, the character's definitely you know, for your the seemingly kind of everyman mm-hmm. he's it's still he's still a unique character, you know. Yeah. This is just you because know, you, you don't know what he's motivated you know, it it is like you seem like, oh, he's just motivated by money but then you know, it turns that on its head. Right, he comes
3: back to <laughs> wing a certain TIE fighter to yeah. help destroy the first Star.
1: Yeah, so it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like, what is this guy really after? Mm-hmm.
0: You could be a little nicer though. Come on, admit it, sometimes you think I'm alright. Occasionally, Maybe when you aren't acting like a scoundrel? 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 I like the sound of that. Stop that. Stop what? Stop that. My hands are dirty. My hands are dirty, too. What are you afraid of? Afraid? You're trembling. I'm not trembling. You like me because I'm a scoundrel. There aren't enough scoundrels in your life. I happen to like nice men. Nice men? Very
4: nice. Sir, sir, I've isolated the reverse power flux coupling.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, you're perfectly welcome, sir.
3: I mean, he's, you could say and argue he's playing both sides, but not really. He's playing angles.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm Because never
3: once did he turn and rat out to the Empire, hey. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, he could have easily ratted them out and be like, hey, you know. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know that princess that I
3: um, rescued out of that Death Star? (laughs) Well, hey, here they Mm -hmm. are.
1: Sorry, Vader. (laughs) Mm hmm. Yeah, so and I'm, I am personally glad that that he did not get his way in getting Han killed off. Until, oh, yeah, me too. And, yeah, you know, the until the <laughs> yeah, until Force Awakens.
3: <that's laughs> yeah, until that scene,
1: and even then, yeah. he yeah. finally gets what he wants, and Han gets killed off. And then two movies later, oh yeah, Harrison, we're going to need you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we need you a yeah, as a vision, vision. <laughs> something not or not other, quite, which yeah, not quite a yeah. Quote, I mean,
2: but equivalent. Yeah, I
1: mean, considering the circumstances, I don't mm-hmm. think it was. I don't think they really had to strong arm Harrison into that. No. You know, that at all. it really made sense yeah. that if we didn't have Carrie to do it, because mm-hmm. it's very obvious that that scene was probably supposed to be Leia communicating yeah. mm-hmm. with her son and. Okay. As 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 much as Harrison, you know, liked to distance himself from the uh, Star Wars franchise, he still cared about his co-stars. You know, he and Mark and Carrie had quite the bond. So, mm-hmm. um,
3: I mean, they were the original, the original trio.
2: Mm-hmm. If you want to yeah. put
3: it in the into the Harry Potter yeah. perspective, yeah, the trio. It was, Harry, Rani Rani. Rani. <laughs> it was yeah. Luke. Well and Hans
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yep so i'm I'm glad that you know Harrison was able to put whatever frustrations he has aside mm-hmm. to you know step up and fill in mm-hmm. for for Carrie, who is no longer with us, so mm-hmm. um it's kind of funny though that it's like as much as he 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 like he, he like they wanted him to kill off han mm-hmm. for you know whatever reasons but then he goes and signs up for another franchise right <laughs> with indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh,
0: obviously we've come to the right men. now you
4: seem to know uh all about this tannis
0: no no not really ravenwood is the real expert abner did the first serious work on tannis collected some of its relics it was his obsession really but he never found the city frankly we're somewhat suspicious of mr ravenwood uh, american being mentioned so prominently in a secret nazi cable oh rubbish ravenwood's no nazi well what are the nazis wanting for then well, obviously, the Nazis are looking for the headpiece to the staff of Ra... ...and they think Abner's got it. What exactly is a headpiece to the staff of Ra? Well, the staff is just a stick. I don't know, about this big. Nobody really knows for sure how high it is. It's a it's, uh, it's capped with an elaborate headpiece in the shape of the sun... ...with a crystal in the center. And what you did was you take the staff to a special room in Tadness. A map room with a miniature of the city all laid out on the floor. And if you put the staff in a certain place at a certain time of day, the sun shone through here and made a beam that came down on the floor here and gave you the exact location of the Well of the Souls. Where the Ark of the Covenant was kept, right? Which is exactly what the Nazis are looking for. What does this Ark look like? There's a picture of it right here. That's it. yes that's just what the hebrews thought uh now what's that supposed to be coming out of there lightning fire power of god or something
4: you need to understand
0: hitler's interest in this
4: oh yes the bible speaks of the ark leveling mountains and laying waste to entire regions an army which carries the ark before it is invincible
1: Like <laughs> and he keeps coming back to doing Hannah Jones. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so it's like so apparently he doesn't have an issue necessarily with doing franchises. No. He just had an issue with that particular franchise. The franchise. Yeah. Because it's still George Lucas. One.
2: One. Yeah.
3: Maybe there's less Hurry up and wait with the Indiana Jones stuff than with Star Wars. Don't we have to? We might have to wait for this special effect thing to get set up. We have to wait for that screen to get set up, and this who knows?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I do not know. Either way, they're filming number five right now as we speak. So. But and once again, put working around, around him, yes. yet working, working around Harrison, injuring himself, yes. while filming. The man's oh. a little bit accident-prone. Yes. just a smidge.
3: Yeah. I mean, first the Falcon tries to take them out in Force Awakens, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if anything happened with last jedi well he wasn't in last jedi i don't think anything happened to him on the rise of skywalker sets so that's still but still,
1: <laughs> it still yeah mm-hmm. it's just the principle of it all it's like yeah. you're not the spring chicken anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> you can use a stunt double it's not the end of the world yes. not everybody no. has to be tom cruise <laughs> yeah exactly and how
3: many times have i said this on the podcast it's okay to take the stunt men. we aren't going to think any less of you we'd rather mm-hmm. have you take the stunt double to do mm-hmm. your stunts so things don't get postponed
2: it's literally the job for the stunts the job mm-hmm. to do the dangerous mm-hmm. stuff
1: yeah Job I mean, he security. was even—he was even injuring himself back then during uh, Temple of Doom. He herniated yeah. a disc and had to have surgery. Ooh. Right.
3: <laughs> so, well, and wasn't there a rumor that he almost had the staple gun the hat onto his head during Temp and uh, during uh,
1: Lost Ark? Uh, I don't know that one. Okay. So I just know that he got his leg ran over by the uh, plane. During the, the oh, fist fight with the big oh. bald Nazi. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> so. Cool. And he's actually still. And, and then yeah. he goes on to another franchise with Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. right, and with Blade Runner there's only been two. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they're very yeah. far apart, but still. Yes, yeah. Which
3: I don't understand, Blade Runner, I'm
1: sorry. Don't feel bad, Rachel. I'm right there with you. I've seen, I've seen both of them. I, like, I, I, I get like the story. Mm. I just don't get why everybody thinks it's so amazing. <laughs> right there with you. Right there with you. Yeah, I don't. I I don't you guys I don't, want better?
2: I, I don't, I don't think hype. I've seen Blade Runner. Like, I want to because I like Harrison four but it's, I've, I've never seen them.
1: Well, and then, like, if you decide you want to watch it, then you have to decide which version you're going to watch. You can watch the yeah. director's cut, you can watch the theatrical cut, because uh, depending on which one you watch, just one yeah, yeah, depending on which one you watch, you'll get a different interpretation uh-huh. of the ending, but uh-huh. you would have to be, like, one of those people that, like, really thinks about, like, the symbolism and stuff anyway, so... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. It didn't get that deep with me, so... Yeah, and
3: and sometimes the stinky deep movies, headaches.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: Um, I I have my dad's collector's Blu-ray edition of Blade Runner with however many versions there are. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
1: I think I watched it once and I watched the director's cut. Okay. And I have watched any other version so I can't compare personally. Yeah. But I've heard and other people I, compare. I,
2: I,
3: yeah. And then I've heard too that other people have said if you're gonna watch the Blade Runners stick to the original and the other ones, yeah, it's okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. So um uh, let's see here. So Blade Runner was 82. Uh, Return of the Jedi is eighty-three. Temple of Dooms eighty-four. Witness is eighty-five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Last Crusade eighty-nine. Um, he takes over the role of Jack Ryan in the early nineties. Patriot Games ninety-two. Uh-huh. Yep.
3: <sighs> uh, Ninety-three. The Fugitive. The movie, I couldn't remember last night when talking men in black. Yeah. <laughs> <Obviously>, <laughs> I don't. didn't
1: kill my wife. I yeah. don't yes. care. <laughs> That's the only thing I know from that movie. <laughs> yes. um, the 95 remake of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. That wasn't sure. actually that bad.
2: Yeah, yes, pretty
1: yeah. decent. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it once. Um, <laughs> let's see, Air Force One, where he gets played the president of the United States. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get off of my plane! Get <laughs> off of my plane! <laughs> um, kind of a creepy movie that Chauncey showed me. Like. Ones, What Lies Beneath. Oh, God, yes. Written by Clark Gregg.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Are are Colson Clark Gregg? Yes. Holy crap. Yes. (laughs) Okay, I might have to rewatch that and have a little more of appreciation for it. I mean, it's (laughs) suspenseful. That dog coming to check on somebody or whatever. It's like, (gasps) (gasps) okay, you're not what I was expecting, but...
1: The simulator, please. (laughs) Yeah, but yes, that was written by Clark Gregg.
3: (laughs) Okay, a little more. Not that I knew who Clark
1: Gregg was when I saw the movie, but (laughs) Uh, and directed
2: by Robert Zemeckis.
1: Ooh, Um, and K nineteen, the Widowmaker. Um uh, let's see india jones kingdom of the crystal skull the one we don't like to talk about that much, that much. there's there,
3: there's certain things that redeem it but
2: oh, what?
1: yeah uh, <laughs> uh cowboys and aliens yeah that, that, that yeah that's a, that was a thing <laughs> that, that was a was thing, a thing it was right. on, the, on the surface it's like oh harrison ford daniel craig it's you know it's directed by john favreau it should be good it, it actually mm-hmm. might be i think that might be one of those where like with time people are like oh yeah this wasn't yeah. that bad yeah but i don't know if 10 years is enough <laughs> for it
3: might have to wait another five years maybe <laughs>
1: time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll get back to that one in uh, another mm-hmm. five years and see what happens. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, oh, yeah, he was uh, in 42.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, yes. We do have to give honorable
3: mention to The Secret Life of Pets 2 and from 2019. Oh. I know I'm jumping a little bit,
1: but... <laughs> He plays the farm dog. <laughs> I've never seen any of the Secret Life of Pets movies, so
3: <laughs> they're they're cute. They're cute. Yeah. There's only two of them, and they're, they're cute.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in, in 42, he plays the uh the owner of the Dodgers that ends up signing Jackie Robinson, I believe. I saw the movie once <laughs> last year. I've slept since then. Um, <laughs> did I never saw it. Did you guys watch Ender's Game? I caught bits and pieces of it. Apparently it it's was, a terrible adaptation. It was okay. Yeah, it doesn't.
3: It's, it's right up there with... Oh, shoot. The one film that Travolta did that was sci-fi.
2: Ugh. That was bad.
1: Oh yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I can, I can, I can see his face in it where he's got like the stupid dreadlocks. Yes, type oh, yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I vaguely, I never saw that one, but I remember. Yeah, I saw. People, it and and I... people were like, "Oh, this is crap." Battlefield Earth. <laughs> Battlefield Earth, uh, yes, it's ah. it's right
3: up there with Battlefield Earth. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay, good to know. At least in my opinion, it's been a while since I've seen either, and yeah, I don't want to
1: anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear, a, we shouldn't. Apparently, the apparently the, apparently giving, the book um, is, is pretty good, but the the adaptation is yeah. really bad. <laughs> I
2: remember,
1: I, I read and the book. We shouldn't yesterday. be giving
3: any uh, hints or help to the uh, uh, <laughs> our. Podcasts that we have our friendly little Oscar competition for. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, I think we'll be okay. okay. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Alright. Uh, so let's see. Andrew's game was two thousand thirteen. Um, Force Awakens 2015, Blade Runner 2049 and 2017, um, and then, you know, his his little bit in uh, Rise of Skywalker in 2019, um, and then, as we said, right now they're filming Indiana Jones 5 throughout. Yeah. So, very, still very active, which is good. At his age, mm-hmm. the man's almost 80. You know, he'll be 80 yeah. next year. Um, so, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, that's at least as far as his work. Um, you know, he's, he's uh, been married um, three times. Um, you know, like I mentioned, his first wife, Mary, you know, when he was. Working as a carpenter, trying to make ends meet. So they were married from sixty four to seventy nine. They had two sons. Um, his uh, oldest son Benjamin is a chef and owns a couple of restaurants. Cool. Huh. And in L. A. That's cool. Um, and yeah, then that's kind of music.
2: Answer. His son, his oldest son, is named Benjamin. And in Star Wars, son is named Ben. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so second born uh, Willard um, owns a sports gym and a theater and a clothing company. Um, and then... uh. His second wife, um, Melissa Matheson, was a screenwriter. Um, And together they had a son, Malcolm, and a daughter, Georgia. Um, And then uh, that marriage ended. And then since twenty ten um he has been married to Callista flockhart, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have uh, a boy named Liam who uh Callista adopted before she met Harrison. I just remember when they started dating and People were like throwing hissy fit because of the age difference. And then he got his ear pierced and uh-huh. people were like, What is she doing to him? You know, what is he trying to do? Who's he trying to you know, convince that he's young? <laughs> kind of like just let the man do whatever he wants. So
2: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and apparently they li- they live on a eight Hundred-acre ranch in Wyoming, which Harrison has owned since the '80s, um, but apparently half of it he has donated as a nature reserve. Wow, that's kind of cool. Oh, and then yes, he is a licensed pilot of both fixed-wing aircraft and helicopters. Um. On the plus side, he has provided emergency helicopter services at the request of local authorities in Wyoming. Like rescuing a hiker who had overcome, become overcome with uh, dehydration and needed rescue. Uh-huh.
2: Could you imagine being rescued by a phone?
1: Yeah. No kidding. Like, yeah, I was out I was out hiking and I got really hot and I ran out of water, but that's okay. They rescued uh-huh. me in a helicopter. It was Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> oh actually, yeah, no, that actually is there is a story here. <laughs> so, uh his aircraft is kept at uh Santa Monica airport. Um his uh Bell 407 helicopter um, is kept and flown in in Wyoming and has been used by two mountain rescues. when he was doing uh, duty time with Teton County Search and Rescue, is on one of the rescues, Ford recovered a hiker who had become lost and disoriented. She boarded Ford's helicopter and prominently vomited into one of the rescuer's caps, unaware of who the pilot was until much later. I can't believe I barfed in Harrison Ford's helicopter," Uh-oh. she said.
2: <laughs> oh boy! Oh my goodness! Uh-huh.
1: Ah. Uh-huh. Ah. That is funny. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he was in a crash involving a helicopter in 1999. Um, He was attempting to pilot it over a uh, riverbed near Santa Clarita, California on a training flight. Um, the well, making his second attempt at auto rotation with powered recovery, um, the aircraft was unable to recover power after the sudden drop in altitude, it landed hard. And began skidding, skidding forward on the loose gravel were flipping onto its side. Um, The helicopter was damaged, but neither Ford nor his instructor pilot were uh, injured. Um, And then in 2015, um, his plane made an emergency landing on the Penmar Golf Course in Venice, California. I remember that making the news. (laughs) (laughs) He had radioed in to report that the plane had experienced engine failure. Uh, So he was taken to Ronald Reagan Medical Center where he was reported to be in fair to moderate condition. Uh, He suffered a broken pelvis and a broken ankle. Ouch. Yeah. And then um, he landed at... uh, He landed... What is that? Uh, That's another plane. At the John Wayne Airport in Orange County, California. But he landed off of the runway because uh-huh. yeah. there was a Boeing 737 that overflew, <laughs> overflew him. <laughs> so. um, and then at the Los Angeles Hawthorne Airport, he was piloting a plane where he crossed a runway where another aircraft was landing. That was. I remember that
3: one made the news too. Yeah.
1: But I distinctly remember seeing images of Harrison Ford's airplane being in the middle of this golf course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, Harrison Ford, fight the life and still at it. So apparently,
2: he has bugs named after him. Yeah. <laughs> <reading it>. yeah. <laughs> he has a ant and a spider named after him. Apparently.
1: Ooh. i doubt it is as good looking as he is (laughs) yep yes he does a lot of stuff for uh environment environmental work Mm -hmm. amazon rainforests national parks that sort of thing so He's also a general trustee on the governing board of the Archaeological Institute of America. Hmm. North that? America's oldest and largest organization devoted to the world of archaeology. Hmm. He assists them in their mission of increasing public awareness of archaeology and preventing looting and the illegal antiquities trade. I love it. mm mm-hmm. huh. Alright. Well, that's a high bar there, so... Uh-huh. Sorry to whoever gets pulled next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait. I was stuck together. Uh...
2: I'm going to laugh at
1: someone else
2: in the Star Wars. Huh? So it's going to laugh at someone else in the Star Wars. Oh. <laughs>
1: No. Not not someone involved with Star Wars, but someone definitely involved in science fiction. Okay. Uh, hmm. Another actor. Okay. My mouse decides to stick. Stop it! Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I need to be able to type so I can get to the trivia so I can make you guess on who it is (laughs) Uh, American actor born October 9th 1954 Uh, let's see uh, four Emmy Award nominations and a Golden Globe Award Um, born in St. Louis, Missouri Okay. I think I have an idea.
3: His father um, was Brittany a lawyer. would also know him.
2: <laughs> I, think I, I think I've figured out.
3: One you. of the other fans that um, you and I follow,
1: mm-hmm. I believe. Has a younger brother and a younger sister. And was he recently on a TV
3: series that just ended?
1: I guess that depends on when your definition of just ended. Like
3: last year, was this year actually. Excuse me. Did it end this,
2: year? Yeah, this year?
1: Yes, yep. it did end this year. I. Uh,
2: yep. yep. I think I yep. know
1: who it is. I do too.
2: You go. I, I said. I. I
3: hey, guess the first one. Scott Bakula, isn't it? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. A lot of people I would know who I was going to make a joke. You what was that, Brittany? That was Brittany you, you were
1: breaking
2: up. You, oh, you were pushing there. I was. You need oh, to whack the handset there, saying... Al. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, you were getting ziggy there. <laughs>
2: yeah. I was going to make a Star Trek joke when you said that this actor was part of another sci-fi thing and I would have been correct. He was
3: in Star Trek because he did play Captain Archer.
4: Thank you, Major. Please, sit down. I can understand why you're upset. No doubt you've had a difficult afternoon. To say the least. I meant to speak to you earlier, but I had some urgent business to attend to. I apologize. We don't see many starship captives here. Jonathan Archer. That's right. You must be Travis Mayweather. And you are? I'm Colonel Gratt. I take it you're the man in charge. I took the liberty to examine the database in your shuttlecraft. So I know that you're from a planet called Earth, and that you serve on a vessel called Enterprise. What I don't know is what you were doing within our military zone. Military zone? You entered orbit of our second moon. You must have detected it. We picked up some unusual energy readings, but we had no idea where they were coming from. We were simply curious.
1: Yes. Although that's not what I was first thinking of. (laughs) You were thinking of Quantum Leap. I was thinking Quantum <laughs> Leap. <laughs> and, and the other
3: fandom that yeah. he and I know Scott Bakula from is NCIS New
1: Orleans. Orleans where he played which just Dane. ended earlier this year.
3: Yep. yep. Uh-huh. He, he played Dwayne Pride,
1: the, yep. the lead
3: of that one. Yep.
1: Yep. So Scott Stewart Bakula, son of Sally and Joseph Bakula. Um, No, his his great-great-grandfather was born in i can't even read that because that's not english i don't even know where this is supposed to be (laughs) what what country is this supposed to be (laughs) it took me to the wikipedia page for this 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 placement it's not English, and I don't know what, I don't know what <laughs> uh, I don't even know what language that is <laughs> tre no. which I don't know what country that is. <laughs>
2: According to IMDb, his paternal great-grandparents well, they just, they say he's Czech. Czech, okay, Czech, okay, yeah. Because it was like it
1: was like suddenly not English, and I'm like, I don't know what <laughs> language this is. There's a map. I don't know what country it is because it's not labeled in English. So apparently, Czech. Uh, but yeah, his his great great grandfather, Václav Bakule. <laughs> uh, Came to the US and when he got married, changed his name to William Bakula. <laughs> um, which, yeah, the family surname comes from partial Czech ancestry, translating literally to stick. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Czech for stick. <laughs> uh, so he attended uh, Jefferson College and then the University of Kansas for a time, but then left. Uh, because he had been offered a tour of Godspell, spell. So he said, um, he said, I thought that sounded great. And I went to my parents and I said, I want to do this tour. And they said, go ahead. Maybe we'll get it out of your system. And you come back to school in a year or two, you'll come back. The tour was going to start in August, and the tour never started, and school did. And then the tour fell apart, and there I was sitting at home. So I was left holding the bag, basically, and then had to decide where to go from there. And I applied, was applying to other schools, I was going to go to a Mormon theatrical kind of school. And the more I looked at it, the more I spent time examining the school side of it. I just realized what I really needed to do was just pick up, pack up, and go to New York. <laughs> Which is exactly what he did. So actually, he got his start in off-Broadway as a song and dance man on stage. Um, So um, he did uh, a number of uh, shows off, you know, on Broadway and off Broadway. Um, Not anything I recognize. Um, But then when he was doing um, Romance Romance, that's what he was doing when he got the uh, lead role in Quantum Leap.
4: What did she say to you that time in the bunker?
1: She said she'd sell her soul for a Pulitzer.
4: Not just her soul. Yeah, well, I wish she'd have gone. She did. What? Pulitzer. I wish she'd have won the Pulitzer Prize. She did, for her last photograph. get repatriated in five years you could have been free i was free up here i was always free hey hey it's midnight it's april the ninth and i'm still alive
0: hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks to you little brother started in 1989 <laughs> yeah I love, mm-hmm. that. Oh, I love that show and we've Very done nice. an episode about quantum leap way yeah. several years ago with uh some of the crew from the quantum leap podcast so yes. mm-hmm. listen to that and then go listen to the quantum leap podcast because they're still going strong nice so. Not sure what they're going to do when this when they run out of quantum leap episodes, but I think they're going to start going to like the books and stuff. I think, Uh, Mm -hmm. which is good. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, Uh, so yeah, he started as as Doctor Sam Beckett's time traveler extraordinaire, genius, uh, opposite uh, Dean Stockwell, who played his uh, consistent. companion Al Mm -hmm. in Quantum Leap, which ran from 1989 to 1993. So, earned him a Golden Globe Award and four Emmy Award nominations for Best Actor. As well as five consecutive viewers for quality television awards for Best Actor in a Quality Drama Series. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Um, Yeah, and then for one whole season (laughs) Uh and by season I mean 13 episodes (laughs) he did Uh the series Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Maria Bello Uh, which I don't know if this was like the idea that eventually built into the Brad Pitt Angelina Jolie movie (laughs) Is this similar to that? It's it's, pretty much the exact (laughs) exact same premise where there are two spies only known as Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Except in this case they know their rivals. (laughs) And they're not married. (laughs) But still. (laughs) uh, Yeah. But they don't know anything about each other. Like who they are. Like their real names and things. So. Mm. But yeah, there were there were thirteen episodes produced. Only nine were aired before it got cancelled. Ooh. Okay. It wasn't very good. <laughs> uh, <Really>? Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh no. At least people weren't watching it i kind of liked it you know but i was just like oh stop back hello Uh, Uh, so i haven't seen it so i yeah um let's see here um and then yeah he goes on to become captain jonathan archer in star trek enterprise from 2001 to 2005 and supposedly
3: Um, little trivia Captain Archer's middle name was supposed to be, or is, according to Scott Bakula, Beckett. An <laughs> <laughs> ad to Quantum Leap. I would
1: not be surprised. Uh, da, da, da. So, um, yeah. Since then, he's done this, that, and the other thing. Making appearances in some TV shows. Um, He made an appearance in Boston Legal. Ooh. Um, Now I'm going to have to go digging to find
3: which episode that is and watch uh, it. Glow (laughs) in (laughs) the Dark. Okay, good.
1: Thank you. (laughs) um, Let's uh, see. He did three performances of Guys and Dolls at the Hollywood Bowl in 2000. Nine. Well, he can sing. <laughs> yes, he can, mm-hmm. and dance. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, all the singing and like singing and stuff that he did in Quantum Leap—that was all Scott. Yeah. So, um, um, he's in the documentary The Captains for all the Star Trek mm-hmm. fans mm-hmm. out there talking about all the Star Trek captains. Um, so. Um let's see here. Um He guest starred in Desperate Housewives near the end of the series. I've stopped I didn't Ooh. I wasn't watching by then. Uh well, Barrowman guested <laughs> guessed it on a couple of episodes. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: that was that was the only time I set the DVR up for Desperate Housewives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly fast forwarded watched parts.
1: Okay, delete <laughs> Um, yeah, and then in uh 2014 he got cast as the lead in the backdoor pilot for NCIS spinoff NCIS. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And did that up until its end of its run this year? Yes. Yep.
3: And for those of you who are wondering, it's good.
1: <laughs>
3: yep.
1: Yeah, the, the, it would it the it would run during the daytime on like TNT or something. Yeah. Um, yep. And I would catch it every now and then on one of the on one of the TVs at my gym. <laughs> and like there's no sound, it's just visual. I don't care because it's Scott Hill on my screen. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the man has aged like fine wine. Yes, uh, yes, and he- yes.
2: yes.
1: <laughs> Okay, speaking of Valentine's Day, in case anyone is looking for a last minute gift, um, we have one here. It's a Scott bacula duvet cover for your bed. So if you guys wanna get this, oh it's available for right I now. <laughs> This. What are you thinking? <laughs> that's amazing.
4: I look very tired. <laughs> so I don't know what's been happening underneath that duvet cover. Right.
1: Oh
4: like, and, and I need a disclaimer. I'm, I'm not making any money from this. Uh. <laughs> so it, that's I have, that's first time I've seen it. <laughs> me, it, me, me it, yes. me. Yes. Um, nah. You know, I hope I'm. Keeping people warm.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Rachel, Mm -hmm.
3: this is the the NCIS New Orleans. You can actually get away without having to have past knowledge of the main NCIS and the NCIS Los Angeles. This one, you can just go in and enjoy.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. just to let you know. (laughs) Not, not, that you need another fandom to <laughs> get oh, into. No, really? <laughs> yeah, not this is really kind of the one where Brittany was just like, "I've seen the others. Is this one good?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah, the Holly. Dot, <laughs> dot, 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 dot." Like, yeah. sorry,
1: not sorry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> of course, I got into it right as like. I got into it like right sort of this last season. I'm like, of course, it ends,
1: <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. Yep, apparently, he also had uh, a guest run on Chuck as huh. Chuck's father. <laughs> hmm. Never watched Chuck, yeah. yeah but I've, I've heard been.
2: good things, but I haven't, so I haven't have I, it
1: yet. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh. So who knows what Scott's going to be doing now that NCIS is done. He's hung up the badge uh-huh. for mm-hmm. for New Orleans. Um, I'm sure he'll find something. So he, he's yeah, one of yeah. those actors where he's not like he's never been like a super big star. But he's extremely talented. So matter, no matter what you put him in, you're going to get mm-hmm. quality out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, the man is aged like fine wine. So, yes. Yep. <laughs> I thought he was handsome back in Quantum Leap, and he is still Stand handsome here. now. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Oh. Yep. They don't call him Silver Foxes for nothing. <laughs> oh
2: yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Well, he had kind of the, the the he had the start going even in Quantum Leap with the little shock of white hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're in the front so it's like we'll mm-hmm. see preview I mean, of what you're going to get in like 20-30 years yeah. mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I was reading that he's had that white streak since he was a little kid
1: Mm-hmm. wow
2: <laughs> like apparently his mom thought it was just paint because he was um, at a
1: neighbor's painting from what I'm <laughs> reading oh. <it. laughs> that's a little weird
3: yeah that, that's some pretty heavy duty paint <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> my brother has something similar, uh, where he's got a, a, a patch on the it was on the back of his head. Um, that was actually his birthmark. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Dark head uh, of hair, and then uh, just this patch of just super light, or just white
2: streak in his hair.
1: You're roboting again, Brittany. Oh no! Come on, Al. Yeah,
2: really.
3: <laughs> messing with the functions here. Yeah.
2: And you know, I know I have a storm coming. In, you're but pushing oh,
1: the wrong buttons. buttons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, maybe that's a sign that we should just stop it too. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've had a little bit of gremlin issues with this episode so yes between
3: and minox chewing on cords and cables and yeah yeah
1: yeah we shouldn't we shouldn't push our luck so,
3: uh-huh. so. as who knows what else you would pull that one would...
1: <laughs> yeah Well, and those are two good ones so yes. you know Isn't that isn't that like we're like oh we know that person from one thing yeah so Mm -hmm. (laughs) those are a couple of good pulls I think Mm -hmm. so a couple of good talented handsome men Uh, yes yes Mm -hmm. and uh, who knows who will get pulled next time yep so but. yeah, so uh if any of our listeners want to chime in about their favorite uh things that either harrison ford just got back to will have done that maybe we did not mention um you can send us feedback you can send us email uh fiveishfangirls at gmail.com or you can fiveishfangirl or the fiveishfangirls that's pretty sad i don't even know our own email address uh <laughs> <laughs> i just look at them when they come in mm-hmm. uh i think it's just five ish I, I, I think it's so too. Five-ish. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really sad i was yes, sick it's, last it's week fangirls at <laughs> yeah. in my defense i had the flu last week oh <laughs> so yeah poor girl yeah, yeah. which <laughs> turns out you can get the flu in the middle of summer it's not just a yeah, winter time thing. And it sucks just as much in summertime as it does in the winter.
2: So yeah, it probably worse in the summertime because in the summertime you want to be out and
1: about wintertime eh. Yeah. A little bit. Little bit. Yeah. So it got, that, that was that was not pleasant. So any brain farts or Anything that may have you going, what? I'm just going to blame it on that. Just I'm going to blame it on the fact that I had the flu last week and it was awful. Oh. <laughs> so, and brain
3: is not functioning at 100%
1: quite Exactly. That. Exactly. So that's my excuse. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, oh. or you can go to our website, com, where you can connect with. Uh, us on all the social media. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, take your pick, Uh, the book club, our YouTube channel, um, all the fun things, all the fun things are there on our website, Um, And then of course also ways to um, support us with your hard earned money. Um, our Amazon affiliate link patreon Kofi, our merch on Redbubble all that fun stuff so good times and great oldies um mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I need to go back to sleep uh <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh with that a uh, uh, quick housekeeping. Uh, no show next week uh, because both Brittany and I are going on vacation not together I wish (laughs) Um, it just so happens that that Brittany and I are both going out to the country at our respective locations Brittany's going to Maine Mm -hmm. I'm going to Michigan (laughs) Uh, so
3: (laughs) Brittany have a lobster roll for me Rachel have whatever the point du jour is
1: for me
2: <laughs> in Michigan,
1: yeah. I definitely have a lobster roll. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. There's not really any place near where we are because we're out in the middle of nowhere that has the whatever the du jour is. So I'll I have some it. Michigan wine. How about that? <laughs> that works. <laughs> okay i don't know about food but i can definitely have some michigan wine on your behalf thank you i can almost guarantee me. it <laughs> so yeah so no show next week but then we'll be back after that which will be labor day weekend crazy enough to think as that is so yeah well. yeah we're getting our vacations in before the holiday. <laughs> so we can get in it's and out idea. before all the before yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone comes in for the holiday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh enjoy uh what's left of summer. Oh uh-huh. sadder that is.
2: Mm-hmm. So uh,
1: all right, well on that so charming note we're not ending on a high note here sorry uh, I don't want to think about summer ending
3: I like the cold uh,
1: first world problems so anyway, this has been an interesting episode that I think we're going to finish now <laughs>
2: Is that this is Brittany and Troy saying goodnight
1: this is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening oh and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana GUSHY, <laughs> gushy! punch and <it>, chewy <laughs> punch and chewy chewy and gushy fix all the things
2: yes, please. Splitting <laughs> my you. head
1: <laughs> if you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash 5 podcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash 5 We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at 5 at gmail.com. You could also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 5 fangirls.